Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana, and this is episode 78 of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast. Today we're taking a dive into Classic Who again to visit with the third Doctor in Day of the Daleks. So, we're doing Classic Who yeah. one more time. I like that we do this now and then. Me too. I feel like I'm learning a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we do things like panels and stuff like <laughs> that, at least I have, like, a sense mm-hmm. of Classic, classic who. who. Like, at least, at least like, yes. a base knowledge a little bit. Yeah. Well, I feel like I had knowledge of it from watching a lot of Confidential for those right. first, like, six seasons. Yeah. They're always referencing it, showing clips. So I knew, like, all the doctors, what they looked like, what people thought of them. They're different, like... You knew about it, but had never sat down and watched an episode. Yeah. So now that we're doing that, it's like we are actually, yeah, watching complete watching. stories of several episodes and really seeing all the doctors. Yeah, which I enjoy. Me too. It's fun. It's also mm-hmm. our last who for a while. Yep. In case you didn't listen to our last What podcast, are you doing? We are taking a break. Thank not God. Not from the podcast. <laughs> no. But from If Dr. anything, Who. we're being more diligent with our schedule. The we podcast. are really trying hard. We're Every just... third Wednesday. Yes. There will be an episode out. It's going to be easier in about a month. It will be much easier. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting because I will be living upstairs. <laughs> um... So I'm really excited about that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna take a break off Doctor Who and we're gonna do Torchwood. So this yeah. is our last Who for a while. Yeah, we'll still stick in some classic Who between yeah. Torchwoods, but and some new Who when Jack goes into yeah. new Who. Yeah, you'll see. It's gonna be fun, guys. Torchwood is a good show. It's we're a little different from Doctor Who, so it's different stuff to talk about yeah a little bit different style and personal it's a bit more of an adult i don't want to say soap opera but you know what i mean like an adult drama yeah i would agree with that with aliens yeah (laughs) less like alien of the week yeah i I mean mean, it is at the start but it gets yeah as most shows they have their little format and then they get into their longer story arcs yeah and as much as it's about jack it's not about him in the same way that it's about the doctor like, I it is like... an ensemble more. Yes. Yes. Very much more. It's not the hero and his companions. Correct. It's a team. It's a team. We believe in teamwork. Yay. Okay. okay. Yeah, so we're excited for Torture, <laughs> but today we're talking about um, the third Doctor. Would you like to introduce the story that we're talking about? I would love to. Thank you. <laughs> Day of the Daleks aired January 4th. First through the 22nd, it's four episodes, 1972. Mm-hmm. So it's season nine, episodes one through four. It was written by Lewis Marks. He wrote 15 episodes of Doctor Who between 1964 and 1976. So that's like a fair amount. Like he's mm-hmm. pretty... Of course, I yeah. don't know any other episodes to compare. But... Me neither. Plot summary. <laughs> Didn't have to read that part. You're welcome. <laughs> Freedom fighters from the 22nd century attempt to thwart a new Dalek invasion of Earth. 
by going back in time to the late 20th century to assassinate Sir Reginald Stiles, a delegate to the Second World Peace Conference, whose actions their history blames for subsequent Dalek conquest. Wow. I mean, that's, that's what it. happens. Yeah, you don't know that's what's happening to like the second half. No. I guess. Or yeah. even just the last episode. Correct. Maybe. Well, in the last episode, they recap oh, everything that's everything. happened from the perspective of now that we know it was going on, sort of from the other side. You could like, just cool, watch thanks. the last one. <laughs> Honestly. It's, um, that's one of the big differences of this old television versus today's television. It's very slow. It is slow, it's yes. a lot of exposition and uh, longer takes, you Every, know? Everything takes longer to, like, develop. But it it doesn't have to. It's just, no. I don't know what they did back then. I'm watching it. I'm like, this is four half-hour, 25-minute episodes, and they're doing, like, they, what current Doctor Who does in the 43-minute episode. For sure. 100% it could have been one episode of Doctor Which Who. Which makes it more exciting. The stakes are higher, more urgent. This is like, oh my god! Yeah. Do you want I, some fun facts and history yes, about this episode? I do. I okay. love you this know. I love fun from facts. like the TARDIS Wikia, whatever it is. Okay. Day of the Daleks was the first serial of the season nine of Doctor Who. It is notable for marking the return of the Daleks as ongoing adversaries of the Doctor after they had effectively been retired five years earlier in the Evil of the Daleks. Mm. Um, this serial saw the first appearance of the. Ogrons, the ape-like humanoids used as guards by the Daleks, and the hor- the story is his- the story is historically important as being the first ever Dalek serial to be made in color. Color, yeah, we we're are in color. color now. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, also, I just sort of know this or think that I know this. Um, so when we start and he's like trying to fix the TARDIS. Um, there was like a whole season or like maybe this is the beginning of a season or two that he was like stuck on earth. Yes. I wrote that down. I don't remember what we were doing that we, when we discovered that or we were reading, so we discussed it before. Mm-hmm. And when I saw like, Oh, the tart, I was like, Oh, that's this, is, this season. I mean, yeah. And it was just like, you know, budgetary reasons, I know, but... less exotic locales and whatnot. But Joe makes reference to, like, you just had me on an alien planet, so... And he was like, that, yeah. So they did, I guess, find because loopholes saying, for their own... Yeah, because he was saying that, like, device. well, that's because, like, the Dalek High Council controlled... No, the Time Lord. Sorry, that's what it. I meant. The Time Lord High Council controlled I don't want the it to work TARDIS. for them. It I was... want it to work for me. Which is like, okay, wow, okay. Excuses, excuses. Who logic, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's still who logic. Yeah, for sure. It was just whatever happens. who logic. There's a reason, sure. Yeah, that was um, not my favorite. I understand budgetary reasons, but like, oh my God, the worst thing you could do to Doctor Who is have it all on her. I know. Once in a while, they do an episode where he's, like, stuck, and it just feels so wrong. I know. That he's stuck in one place. So sad. They're um, telling me he couldn't fix the TARDIS, like, seriously for that long. You know what? The TARDIS puts him when and where he needs to be, so... <sighs> he does not need to be The TARDIS is probably like, no, we're staying here. You can't fix me. Uh, we get to meet Lethbridge Stewart. Yes! The we. famous 
recently stopped the brigadier yeah in world war one was right that was the reveal at the yeah. end of the mm-hmm. i don't know if that was, was supposed him? to be him or his dad i think it was his dad because right? that was world war one one this is the 60s correct 70s. and there's not enough age difference but yeah that was like the the beginning of the line yeah yeah, so just that's a character that I know is a big deal. And I was like, well, oh, here he is. We had to see and it's important character. Because, like, the unit. doctor's working for unit at this point is my Stuck understanding. Stuck on Earth working for unit, yeah. Right. So, like, I believe that, like, Lethbridge Stewart's in a lot of the episodes. Like, his, mm-hmm. like, liaison with unit. Mm-hmm. So. So, basically, a companion yeah. status. But Joe is his companion. What do we think about Joe? I put, uh, Joe, the way she's written is so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, okay, I understand different times, but, like, they make her seem so... She's pretty dumb. ...incapable and stupid, and it irritates the shit out of me watching this. Yeah, when, like, the sort of... They're like doubles from another time appear. She's just like so confused all the time. I'm like, haven't you been here a while? No, she's like, like you just want to fucking like smack her. Like, How? wake up. I feel like the doctor that we know like wouldn't put up with that as a no. companion. He his companions these days are so much like quicker and smarter, and she gets like useful. She gets one but... right answer the whole time, and he's like top of the class, Joe. And I'm just like fucking oh kill me. And the <laughs> fact that like she gets sent to the 22nd century and just is totally gullible yeah. to this clearly evil shiny man. <laughs> like, and then even when the doctor like lays down with them to talk, she's like, "Come on, doctor, the commander has a good point." And I'm like, "Oh, Joe, yeah, simple, simple, Joe." <laughs> I uh, I feel bad I love for your Joe. boots, but <laughs> she's super cute. Which yeah. I feel like what I just said, she's cute, super cute, and oh, she's so stupid, is like my issue with the whole thing. I think that was I'm like oh, you a just... companion yeah. problem, except for the occasional, like, what was her name, Tegan or something, yeah. like a little punk girl, and then there was like, but like Layla, some alien, like Amazon warrior type woman. feels like they're like, oh, mostly a pretty girl, so that... You scream and you run is yeah. the companion. So if there's role. a pretty girl on screen. Yeah. With the old man. Yeah. Yeah, how do we feel about Pertwee? Pertwee? Um, I get um, 12th Doctor vibes as a comparison. That was the closest. Okay, yeah. I felt like he was, you know, he's not as fun and goofy as like 10 or 11. Um, Yeah, he felt like 12 sometimes. He's interesting. He... Because the way he's sort of like flippant about stuff. Yes. Like, ugh, we know this. That kind of twelve arrogance and like yeah, for sure he is. I uh, I mean, when we watched the very first episode, I enjoyed the first Doctor because it's like such stark contrast to like everything. He's so grumpy, (laughs) right? This is the first one that I felt like oh, kind of modern Doctor. Like I can see bits and pieces starting that like I would recognize as the Doctor now, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, I also kind of found him boring. (laughs) But I mean, the whole thing was the whole thing. I was I really was struggling to like. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't just sit down and like not do anything, but I was struggling to like focus enough on it that like I know what's going on and like can. Talk I feel like smartly about it without yeah. like. I mean, we're only watching one story of each yeah. doctor. We're not really getting to know him that right. well. I'm not invested. Um, 
in him. But we're getting enough of an idea. Getting a feel for him. Yeah. And yeah, he is very arrogant. He's just like taking people's wine and cheese, like no big deal. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff reminded me of 12. For sure. And then our next one will be Tom Baker, which is like mm-hmm. going to be a big one. The one everyone the loves. The one everyone so we'll loves. we'll see what we think. Yeah, no pressure. I do love um, Third Doctor's cape. Love a cape. Uh, I feel like the doctor could bring that back. Strong fashion choice. The frilly Victorian that. shirts and stuff, yeah. and the sideburn. You know, yeah. It's I feel look. like I feel like a cape is a look that the doctor could bring back. Well, and like when you say like twelve, because like the cape is like the purple and the he had well, he red, had that fancy like velvet this, coat. Yeah, yeah, it was like a very similar With his like sleeves, little vibe yeah, there. Yeah. It was like okay, I, I see. Just in general, I don't know about thirteen, but just. In general, I think the doctor could rock a cape. Yeah. We've seen very lots of variations on suits, you know? Yeah. And, like, even 13, she has her coat and her suspenders and stuff. And, I don't know, just saying I'm a fan of a cape once in a while. Who doesn't like a little flair? Rock it. <sighs> How do we feel about 70s television? Um, it's color. It's great. But... Okay. <laughs> the way it's a different time. The way people talk, mm-hmm. <laughs> like different. Yes, it's different, and I feel like part of it is sound quality, like actual it recording just quality. Sounds it, differently. Yeah. yeah, I can't really it, put my finger on it because I'm not an engineer. Or no, anything, it but like it, it sounds it changes the yeah. way people sound. I feel like, and if I know anything <sighs> technical, like I feel like they're rocking just boom mics. Right. Or overhead mics. Right. Whereas now they can hide the labs in their costumes. Right. So it's, it comes it's crisper now. It's, it's, and like, like yeah. listening to Joan, it's like, oh, doctor. And it's like kind of that, it's not muffled, but it's, ah, it just sounds like yeah. old TV. It sounds like old TV. Not old movies necessarily, no, but old, old TV. TV. Yeah. yeah. It was fine. I mean, like, you, you just have to like, kind of like settle into it and be like, yeah, this is what I'm watching. Yeah. And then once you're into it, it's. My big thing is there's little to no score. Yeah. It's very, very quiet, unnerving, and weird that there's just these long talking scenes with silence. When there is score, though, it's like real campy, like yeah. sci-fi, like like it's, <laughs> yeah, just like just danger like, oh. sounds, danger. <laughs> but sometimes when there is danger, nothing. Yeah. Like, okay, the Daleks <laughs> pop up. Like, didn't know the do- I mean, I didn't know the Daleks were in this. Of course I did. But I didn't know, like, <laughs> where they were, what they were doing. Right. They don't pop up till the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm the- assuming that's the big reveal at the end of that episode. Like, <gasps> Except the Daleks. it's not a big reveal. It was like, okay, we know this, like, alien do whatever. And then it's just, like, a Dalek says something. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's Daleks behind this. There was no, like, dramatic music no. or, like, dun-dun-dun. Nothing in the camera work or anything to make it a, a like, big deal out of it. It was just there. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was just there. It's like, okay. And then another time... The Daleks the, are very chatty in this also. Oh the Doctor was, like, running through the tunnels or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, like, turns. There's a Dalek yelling, exterminate, next to him. And he just runs away. And then we see the doc- and there's just no score, <laughs> like no sound except the doctor's like foot footsteps. feet, footsteps running away. And I was like, "You just came face to face with the Dalek," and I am like 
confused as to how to feel because the music isn't telling me how to I feel. Know. And just, yeah, randomly there would be music to, like, accentuate what's going on. But mostly nothing. It's very, like, disorienting or, like, unnerving. I'm like, what's going on? You don't realize things like that until they're gone. And then you're like, what is happening? It is strange. I would agree with that. It's, yeah. It's just, it's, it's super weird. Like, you don't realize that, I mean, sometimes there would just be, like, this sort of annoying noise that was supposed to be the TARDIS or something all the way through the background of a scene. But, like, you don't, like, I'm just going to appreciate modern, like, sound design so much more now. (laughs) Because I can't imagine, like, watching a scene with, even when a scene is, like, silent, you know, two people just talking, like, there's still something going on. You don't notice it. But when it's gone, you notice that there's nothing. Just like general sort of the room tone, the noise of the TARDIS, you know. Yeah, there's just a hole there that you're like, oh, something different. Yeah. We don't have these. Oh, my God. It was just so many times where I was like, this is weird. Like, is this dramatic? Is this exciting? Like, I don't know. The other... It makes the whole thing feel, yeah, like boring. It's just things are yeah. just happening. You're like, I need. Well, and like our brains are so trained with like our form of media now that like we need like quicker cuts and like music and like mm-hmm. we just well, need it's that it's um, need more going because on because it's supposed to be like people are invading there's course, guns like yeah. it's supposed to be high, it is high an urgent pressure. scary situation but like the filmmaking for lack doesn't, of a better word doesn't reflect that yeah like the camera's not quick the cuts aren't quick the music's not telling like nothing about how you're presenting this urgent story to me is urgent. Fair enough. You know? I also found like, cause it's the seventies and they're going to the 22nd century. Mm-hmm. So you get like the seventies version of version the future, of the future <laughs> yeah. right? Which is like that really like classic sci-fi almost looking like shiny. Future. They're literally just shiny people. Yeah. Silver like nail polish. Shiny metallics, like a lot mm-hmm. of round, no hard edges on mm-hmm. anything. Everything's like very, rounded and like Mm. sheen and (laughs) i was like yeah this is what i'm looking for it reminded me of the the weird show from the 60s the prisoner the original was like Mm -hmm. the same thing and i was like yeah this is like good (laughs) like futuristic look i was loving that it made me laugh and like the girls like they're all dressed the same and like they're gray (laughs) they're shiny makeup (laughs) yeah i love watching like well, this is, like, future stuff, but also, like, period pieces made, like, For, in another period. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, man, this is, like, the 70s version of the early 1900s or something. Or, like, the 60s versions of the 20s. Like, uh, I do yeah. think, though, like, because we're sitting here watching this from, you know, 50 years ago almost. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in 50 years, are they going to, like, look at our women on screen and be like, ugh. She's so annoying. <laughs> be smarter and do something. You know in 50 years there's not going to be television because the world will have crumbled. That's probably true. So at least we have that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. We don't need to The be future won't about... know our mistakes. No. <laughs> Everything will be destroyed. Will Nothing will be left because all of our stuff is digital. It'll just all get fried in some sort of electrical storm. That or I'll and... be like... 
jacked up to TV. Like it's gonna it'll be like be like in our veins. We're gonna be like um, Wally, where they're just fat people sitting in chairs. I mean, and everything's done oh. for you. Oh, that was lightning. Hello. I thought a bird flew by the window because just the lighting oh, changed nope. for a second. That was lightning and some thunder. We're going to get a we got little... nice orange sunset light in here and then, oh, okay, lightning. We're going to get a little thunder shower. Yeah, this summer has just been a lot of thunderstorms. Climate, Climate change. change is real. This why it we're not going to be here. We also get years. lots of we get tornadoes here now. Yeah, we get time. tornadoes now, guys. We're in fucking Ottawa. Yeah, it's not something not we grew up alley. with. Trust me. So, no. <sighs> shit getting real. I mean, yeah, last year, almost a year ago, we had like a big tornado and like most of the city lost power. Yeah, that was fun. That was. I was at a. Okay, we're taking a tangent. Mm-hmm. I was at a wedding right. that night in a barn, which, by the way, don't feel super secure about when there's a tornado. <laughs> actually, that is like, exactly sighted. what gets hit by tornadoes. And we were, like, <laughs> south of Dunrobin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was nerve-wracking. But then when we came back into the city, it was so eerie because you're taking the highway and then just suddenly, like, lights are out. It's just yeah. black as far as you can see. And we were like, this is fucking creepy. And then we didn't get our power back for, like, 72 hours it took forever yeah power went out like at six o'clock as i was leaving work this was like On the friday, friday before yeah. the festival starts <laughs> yeah oh yeah i forgot um, it, was festival. it was our friend it was linda's birthday so i was busing to meet them at a restaurant near here but all the power was out so we were like deciding what to do we ended up going back downtown because there's still power there and then yeah i didn't have power back until monday morning I had to go to my parents for the weekend so I could work little that I could on their very slow internet. Yeah. But my fucking boyfriend didn't lose power for a second. It irritated the shit out of me. East End, yeah. Yeah. East End was fine. Fine. Anyway. Weather. It happens. Yep. Hopefully we don't (laughs) lose power before we're done this podcast. Hopefully not. It's okay. Laptop has some power. Yeah, we'll be fine It'll last a a little bit. It's pretty shitty. So old TV is what we're saying, right? It's very it's different, and it's different. Um, one of a quote that I wrote down was when one of the soldiers said, "R.H.I.P. Joe." She's like, "What?" He said, "Rank has its privileges." <laughs> I enjoyed that. It's like, who the fuck is this asshole? <laughs> what he is was this such little a, scene that we're doing? Here? He was such a dickhead. <laughs> Oh, he just said it, like, with such authority. And, I know. Like, she was so dumb for not knowing what he was talking about. It was about. like, he, like, came in. He was like, you, you're not allowed to eat that. I'm going to eat this. Rank has his privileges. And then just walked away. And I was like, what are we teaching ourselves here? I don't know. And these are supposed to be, like, odd, unit soldiers. It was an odd little scene because it had nothing to do with anything else either. Like, yeah, I guess we're just kind of introducing these two soldiers because you see them, like, looking for Joe and the doctor. I couldn't keep track of anyone other than Joe and the oh. doctor. They were like the guys that like kept going to Lethbridge Stewart and being like, we can't find them. They're oh, those nowhere. Two idiots. Yeah, those two, <laughs> those two idiots were the t- oh my God. rank has his privileges guy and the other guy. And the whole premise of this is like, we're on the edge of World War Three if we can't have a meeting with China. Yeah. Kind of like that. And this guy's gathering all the world leaders into this like estate in England. <laughs> That's the part that seemed weird. The whole, like, hey, edge of World War Three China thing, I'm like, oh, that feels, like, weirdly familiar. But um, And then the, like, future they describe where it's, like, 
all the world leaders blew up. So then we started wars. And then it all went to shit and the Daleks came and invaded. Oh, yeah, so seven, what weak. was it? Seven, so many wars at seven-eighths random Seven-eighths of the population died. was wiped out. Yeah. I was like, I mean, that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, seven-eighths is a bit much, but we could do with some population decrease. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe hmm? not, you know. I mean, let's not kill anyone, but... We're not advocating for that. We're just saying we understand that overpopulation is a problem it that we problem. are t- not dealing Stop with. Stop having babies. There's um, another tangent. Um, Dan Brown, who wrote the Da Vinci Code in like the fourth book in that series, um, is about um, whatever. Same kind of story. But the end result is they thought this guy was releasing like biochemical like something that was going to go in the air and like infect everyone and kill everyone sure. because his whole like radical thing was like we're overpopulated um but it turns out the thing that he released and that it did in fact spread around the world was something that just made one third of the world of the people sterile oh. which would gradually and it would continue through generations so it would gradually, gradually. decrease the population to something more manageable and mm-hmm. it would maintain that that seems fair and i was like that sounds like a great idea dan <laughs> brown <laughs> but then of course some people who don't want to be sterile would be like yeah it might create some weird things with adoption and babies and it might just make like ivf and crazy things more popular and, and more and then they jack up the prices even further and make it mm-hmm. anyway. yeah okay we don't need to talk about that and talk to you. The problems of the world. Let's just talk about the problems of this story. So, maximum alert. China's yeah. mad. Poor China's always the bad guys. Um, I thought it was funny that the Daleks kept saying, exterminate them. Like, yeah. I'm glad that they dropped the, the pronouns. Them? Yeah, we don't need them. <laughs> Exterminate, exterminate them, exterminate, exterminate them. them. It makes them sound <laughs> It's way too proper more, of a sentence, you it's know? It's like, they're so much whinier. But okay, back to, the Daleks talk a lot in this. And Chatty. once again, we're not seeing Daleks just come in and fucking murder everyone, which is how I feel like Daleks should be. They're like... Yeah, they were too strategic. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna put you in place and uh, you, we have controllers for these factories and these people are working and I don't even know what the fuck they're working that for. They're pouring s- things into a bigger thing. That I was think. hilarious. <laughs> they had these giant silver garbage tins, garbage bins, yeah. and they each had like a scoop of gravel. Yeah. And I was like, what do you, that's wasteful of your energy. You're walking over here just for one little thing. Know, it was it's crazy. But like, and once again, I'm like, it's funny because we complain on new Do- on new who when we're doing our stuff that like we never really just see like a true Dalek. It's always like mm-hmm. a Dalek that's gone good or like a Dalek that's, you know, part of this weird sect mm-hmm. that broke off. And I'm like, even in old who it's still like doesn't feel the yeah. same. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that they are um, 
they just seem to be working like with humans running way too much. this planet and like they're running a planet full of humans when they should just be like you shouldn't exist because you're not Daleks right and also on top of that they keep saying like well we're not going to give you chances like don't disappoint us they give this fucking guy like 15 <laughs> chances to bring this guy in. and I'm like what yeah is that I don't yeah. Again, Daleks. Daleks never really seem like I Daleks. Know, they, what the fuck? They kind of never live up to expectations. And when I look at, like, the, some of the old stuff we watched, it's like, eh, Daleks. Eh. Eh. That's how I feel about What's the big deal? Like, yeah. I just... Yeah. I'm over the Daleks, guys. Like, I'm over it. One of the Daleks... I mean, we know how Daleks talk. And it's still pretty similar to back then. Like, yeah. they continued that. But one of the Daleks at one point... He was taking, like, too many breaks. It was like that kid from yes. Malcolm in the Middle that had to gasp between every syllable. It was too much. It was like, you will bring us the doctor. And it was just doctor. like. Yeah. But also, like, it was the same Dalek talking, but two different later, voices, yes. right? In the two episodes. Yeah. Because well, he was talking like that sometimes. I was like, oh, my God. Like, he wasn't yeah. even saying multi-syllable words no. without a break. And he was, like, adding But then it. later, he was saying, you, like, you, long what? words, like, interrogate. Like, he was speaking just yeah. kind of clear sentences. I know. It was frustrating. I noticed that, too. It was bothering me. Where's Nicholas Briggs when you need him? Right? He's... Exterminate. Oh, remember when they were German? Exterminaten or whatever it was. <laughs> See, it's so much simpler than you don't need the pronoun. Right. Just one word is enough. I don't know. Yeah, I was um, half paying attention because it's very slow and they get into a lot of like, I don't know, military strategy, politics, yeah. military and the future military, what they're doing and the rebels and the guerrilla army and the, I also like, the I mean, time- I kind of figured out. Because the end, it's like, surprise, it's a paradox. Yeah. But I'm like, we've all figured this out at this point, right? I wasn't paying enough attention like, to I figure mean, it out. I mean, maybe it's like a new concept. To the show? To no, Well, just like. To the time travelers? But if if you've watched any Doctor Who, you're like, it's a paradox. They're doing it to themselves. I just felt like yeah. it was right there. Especially because like, they set up, they do set up that guy well as being like a fucking loose cannon like the one gorilla soldier there that's just like we need to kill them we need to <laughs> shoot people we need to this is our mission let's just fucking kill everybody so yeah. you know makes at least they set that up mm-hmm. yeah and then when she tells the plan and that's when he realizes that they caused the explosion she's like we have Dalekanium, which is oh an my explosive. god, Dalekanium! And I was like, I Fuck, thought I almost died. Dalekanium was what was like the metal alloy that Daleks are made of, because in that was it the episode in the twenties when they put it, they put Dalekanium on the top of the Empire State Building. I know, but also I forgot like, about oh, Dalekanium an explosion, and I thing? was like, it's this an explosive. A... Yeah, now? I don't know. Well, technically, first, first. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was just, yeah. I was like, oh, Dalekanium. Not the, oh, okay. Not, not the, the same, same thing. thing. We grabbed a word I from old who, also but... forgot how stupid the word Dalekanium was until they yeah. came out with it. Dalekanium. Don't like. But yeah. It's all fucking stupid. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I also wrote down, 
I'm not sure if this is exactly what he said. The, it's the Blimovich limitation effect, which was his excuse why he couldn't time travel to a certain day. We don't even use excuses anymore. The doctor just says, fixed point in time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's this is the original fixed point in time. She's like, why didn't they just come back a day early? And he's like, it's the blah, blah, blah limitation yeah. effect. I was like, yeah, the doctor these days would be like, oh, it's a fixed point in time. You can't go. You, right. You can't. TARDIS can't, can't land there. That. You can't time travel because that's when the thing happened. <sighs> time travel, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it never makes sense. It never makes sense. It's not able to make sense. There's always a paradox of some sort. And the truth of the matter is you just kind of have to go with it. Yeah. Like, try and make as few excuses as possible for things. Like, try to need as few excuses as possible. Just accept what the doctor says. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's an undying man with many faces in a flying phone booth. So please just, like... (laughs) To be honest, they do Go a lot of explaining and logic. They they do enough and that we follow the show and it's great. Yeah. And then they have to just once in a while throw in, you know, fixed point in time. Yeah. Or I mean, the whole concept of the sonic screwdriver is so they can just get through doors and get things done. It's a plot device. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you don't. It's not that interesting when you, you know. have to watch the doctor for five minutes open a door. You yeah, know? yeah. We want the big problems, not the little problems. So we just fly through things, which is fine. It's yeah, television. Okay it makes that. good television. That's why we can get through this amount of stuff in 43 minutes. Exactly. Instead of four episodes. Oh, my God. The exposition. Yeah, it's like... a lot. It was, it was, I struggled. I struggled a lot with this one. Yeah, like I said, I was barely paying attention at times. I know. And yeah, and then in the last episode, I just remember listening to him or the future one, someone just like explaining everything I already knew that happened, but from the perspective of we came back to the future to do this. I was like, okay. okay." You're like, I followed along. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, you're not really explaining anything new. I don't know were audiences like dumber back then you had to really spell out everything for them i don't them. think so i think everything was just newer it was just a different time like they'd only just... had 20 years of television where we've had like mm. 70 so That's it's like true. we've just had that many things go be cycled through that many more That's times. true we all are sort of i don't say we're born with but we're raised with by the time we're watching a show like doctor who as like an adult ish, you have, you know, television and yeah. like television structures and in movies, yeah, it's and any sort of you. this visual storytelling medium, so that yeah, you don't need everything spelled out. Pretty for you. much, I think or that's like, a difference. You know, when a scene changes, you understand that the scene has changed. You're in a new location, just stuff like that. It's like what do we say, like film literacy, yeah. almost. Like also, like the switch came from like radio to television mm-hmm. right and like radio you literally had to, you had to explain describe everything. everything so i think like that transition took a long time mm-hmm. and i still think even at this point in the 70s i feel like movies and stuff had come a long way but the tv or this at least yes it still has that sort of we're filming a play vibe yes like the long much. takes one scene like they're just in one room for a long time don't change the camera a lot. Yeah, Just the way they talk to each other and stuff. Movies <laughs> came a lot faster with the 
You could be more like experimental yeah. with it because it wasn't, you know, weekly the yeah. budget and stuff. There was one point when a guy was pointing a gun at the doctor or something and his gun was just like in front of her face. I know. Like, oh my camera. god, that fucking and shot like, killed oh my me. God, dude. It killed me. It killed like, me who so much. This? Yes. It's like such basic. Why like, did theater. you include the shot? Just don't even go to that angle. Like Yeah, there was a not closer necessary. angle of it too, and it was still it's in not, between oh, her face and the yeah. camera. I'm like, what are you doing to me, guys? Brutal. Like, this is basic shit. Yeah. It was uh, that one was rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's what I mean. Just TV was just so different. It was just... cheaper. Yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. Well, now, like, well, it's TV's also hard now we're in into such, uh, yeah, like, such an age of television at yeah. the moment that, like, it's not, it's almost not fair. Because, like, even if you compare this TV to, like, the 90s, it's still, like, a very wide gap, yeah. in my opinion. But, like... Yeah, well, yeah. T- TV and movies are so have come closer and closer yeah. together in the yeah. last like decade the or gap so. Is the like, prime, a lot. what do we call it? Like prime television or something? Yeah, HBO. You know, Cable. like yeah. Um, that yeah. Now a Doctor Who episode is like near movie quality. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, TV is fucking great. Yeah. It's I great. watch more TV than movies, and then I, I do feel too, guilty and then because I feel, my I life is movies, so but I watch so much TV. I feel so bad. I'm like, we do a movies podcast. I used to watch way more movies than TV. Oh, I checked on my, like, counts. Yeah. you know, we do the stats, and I'm like... I'm so down this year. It's My, like, total quantity, like, I need to watch a lot more, but my, like, percentages that I wanted of, like, how many written or directed by women that's, or that's how many good. new, that's, like... Okay, good. good. So I'm like, okay, I just need to watch more, more which I will be doing because it's I'm literally watching. my job now, part of my job now to watch movies. So yeah. I just need to get the move over with, and then it's like, ah, I'm not going to be like. We can watch movies together we can watch all the movies time together. now. Yeah, it'll be get, fun. I'm the kind I'm of person excited. who's like, I don't need someone around me to watch a movie. It's a solo act. Like I'm really sort of anti-cinema sometimes, or like getting together to watch a movie i'm like I, why would i get together you know like when we get together and get drunk that's a whole other it's, thing yeah but i'm starting to feel like when i like i recently went to the theater to see the farewell and i was like when i go to a cinema mm-hmm. and i have to watch the movie in front of me not mm-hmm. that i don't want to but like you focus i focus on in the a movie. different way but yeah. when I'm at home, I like can't pick you're, a movie and like sit through it. You can't and I'm, sit like, still. You're doing stuff. You're like, yeah, it's hard <laughs> unless it's a really good movie. But I think, yeah, like even, even having a friend over, it can be like, well, this is what we're doing. Like, yeah, you can't pause and get distracted because no. your friend wants to watch a movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. It does. We can like be each other's like movie buddies, <laughs> like hold us accountable and get it us does, through like, movies. Focus you, I think, in a different way. And also just once I'm done with the move and I'm not like half the time living in Barhaven and half the time living in the mm-hmm. East End. And, like, sometimes when I'm with Andrew and I know, like, he has his son the next week and we're not going to see each other, so I feel like, oh, I have to give you my attention. It's going to be different when we're living together. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I see you every day. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I'm going to go yeah. and be alone now and watch movies. <laughs> like, you know, it feels different. Yeah. I feel like I need to sort of train my attention span I know it's a cliche, like, we have short attention spans, but it's also, like, I get sucked into TV and watch that for hours I know, on and then you're like, but I have to finish this TV. But something about, like, committing to a movie... It's strange, right? Different. I mean, I did 
watch a couple this weekend. That's good. I because didn't. they were like screeners, and I was like, okay, like sit down, give this a chance, you know. So it was like pretty good with those. But yeah, it's something about yeah. like, it's not my actual attention span because when a movie's good, I can sit down and watch it. It's more like, just sort of psych yourself out before I, you even I start. I don't disagree because like I do the same thing. I'm like. Uh, do I want to watch like a two hour movie? This show is only like 30 minutes, but then I watch like eight episodes yeah. of it. And then I'm like, could I watch three movies? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's stupid. It's anyway. a weird brain thing. Brain things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is a fun episode. We tangent a bit. Well, I mean, this is what we have to work with. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was uh, the third doctor. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Like we've, there's only so much you can go into with this episode. It was my least favorite of the old ones that we've seen. And I think part of that is because it's the Daleks, and part of it's because mm-hmm. it's on Earth, mm-hmm. which are both things that are not my favorites even in the new Who. I f- but I liked Pertwee. I do like out. him. Um, I hated Yeah, Joe. this was just um, boring, I guess, yeah. compared to the last one with the second Doctor we watched. Okay, but it wasn't great, but it was sort of ridiculous. It, it was yes, a bit more entertaining. They had the, like the, like, and Cybermen. Original Cybermen, oh and they're God. so funny. And just like so many stupid things. And like the like yeah. rolling forward and backward of the same take oh as they like tr- struggle to get out. Yeah, like, just all the weird things, but like, yeah. Yeah. So there's was, a little bit more like joy in it almost, like watching it. Yeah, it was supposed to be the scariest episode ever, but... I mean, maybe in the 60s it was. But. At that time, yeah, sure, because these were like new images and like how they created these things were yeah. pretty crazy. Now to watch this stuff and like the Daleks are just rolling around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was, I mean, I looked up, like, the best stories with the third Doctor, and this is, like, the best one everyone thought, so. That's fair. It's just not our it's, favorite. No. We didn't, I mean, I didn't hate it. I'm, like, I'm glad I got a it's taste just, of the third Doctor. It's yeah. just, like, you know. It's just different. Yeah. Television. Yeah. It's, like, a totally different medium. Like, television and movies are different, and this is different it's from anything right. we know. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, as we said, next episode, yay! We're gonna oh, start so Torchwood. So excited! I It'll am be so good. Excited. Yes. So, if you have anything that you want to say about Torchwood, or any questions for us starting Torchwood, or if you have never seen Torchwood, you can maybe start watching along with us. That would be fun. Yes. There's no big spoilers, really. Too crazy that you couldn't. No, I think watch along I don't with think us a bit. So. Um, at least not for the first couple seasons. No. Yeah. Um, so think about that, especially like if you've loved Doctor Who and you've never seen Torchwood, like highly recommend, give it a chance. If you're an adult, it's sort of same vibes, but adult. Yeah. And if you've gotten through the first season of the new Who, you can get through the first little bit of Torchwood as it like, I would say the first way better than the first season of Doctor Who, but I'm saying I still find it takes a little bit to like heat up. Yeah. Of course. But yeah, Torchwood, question us. <laughs> Email Doctor's Companion. Oh, yeah, sorry. Doctor's Companion podcast, gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at DRS Companions. Yes. That's where we are. Tell us what you think about Torchwood. And if you want to support this podcast because you love it so much, you can rate us on iTunes because that. 
helps other people find it, makes it more fun. Yes, super helpful. Great, and great, great. I'm also about to, hopefully by the time this episode goes up, yeah. um, get my Patreon back up, and it's going to have like a tier that is like if you just want to support this podcast you can just choose that and that's where your money will go and we'll know that that's what you want to support which would be great if yes. you want to do that because we'll go we do this for free we do and if you you know support it, it ain't will, nothing we'll put it directly towards that project of ours that we're working on yeah it'll be good that's how i divide up my patreon or you can just support all my stuff but if you just want to support this podcast you can do that. Yay. Support with your money or with your... Vote. Votes. Votes. <laughs> or with Vote your interaction. I was thinking rates. Yeah. Ratings. Stars. Stars on... Vote. Stars. Tweets. Give us some star votes. Um, yeah, let us know what you think about Torchwood. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. Yay. Bye. Bye. Come on, let's go.